finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello, good afternoon, good evening, good morning if you're in the Far East. And good night. And good night if you're somewhere else. <laughs> and hello if you're watching this later. I'm Dan Mangena. <laughs> Lee Davy. <laughs> Best-selling author of Seven Beyond Intention, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm, host of the Do It Dad podcast, which you're here listening to or watching live. Lee, tell them all about you. I'm a superhuman activation specialist and design comprehensivist. Whether for individual or societal purposes, I help you piece together the puzzle of who you really are, what you're truly capable of, and have a vision of where we can go as humanity as we build the new earth. You've been working on that because you didn't do that I yesterday. didn't do that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in flow today. You're in flow today. Flow state. <laughs> yeah, baby. So we are here. We're here com- com- continuing with the series as yet unnamed. By the time that you hear this on the audio podcast, we will have a name for this series. I'm thinking about Beyond Superhuman. Oh, I like it. That may be the I name like of the it. series. I like it. Q answers soon. So uh, we're here. We've been going through. Lee's here, hanging out with me at my home in Los Cabos. It's rainy Ma- today. Uh, yeah, but still beautiful. We're going to talk about that today, actually, because someone was like, "Yeah, I'm glad you've got some rain. You've been having too much sun. Join us." I was like, "That's really bad, bite. <laughs> That's really bad, bite. I think she caught herself. She caught like the the thing coming off. Mm. So that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So I told her off. Still love her though. Um, <laughs> lovingly, loving lovingly, boundaries. Loving boundaries, which we'll talk about. Are we talking about that today? Yeah, we're talking about that. Today. Yeah. So today yeah. we're talking about self first versus self sacrifice. There's some groovy content we're going to come off of the, the, the back of this we already sort of preambled the conversation between ourselves and i love the ideas that have been evolving from that initial conversation we are honored to share the space with you here those of you joining us live if you are watching this listen watching this listening to this on the uh, on the podcast and you are like hey i wanted to watch it live too blah 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 well first and foremost go ahead and hit up L-E-E-D-A-V-Y, Lee Davy on Facebook. Go ahead to facebook.com forward slash The Dreamer CEO, where this was launched live, because you never know what sexually, wonderfully, lovely surprises. <laughs> sexy versus sexually. Sexy, yeah, so sexy, sexy surprises. You don't know what sexy surprises you're going to find. <laughs> a naked Lee, like a naked Lee. No, he's he's no, a very no, strong no. man. Look at those guns. Look at those lovely guns. All right. I like girls. So, um, yes, <laughs> Lee, stay with and me. <laughs> and there we go. Um, which is interesting. Actually, uh, this is an interesting one. So I actually got into trouble. Um, I got into trouble with Olga for referring to her, referring to having a partner as opposed to having like a specifically mm-hmm. gender related mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Cause she's like, babe, people are going to think you're gay. Partners are what gay people say. I was like, I never thought about it like that. I, as a grown-up, I don't use, like, girlfriendy stuff. I've always used partner as a grown-up, right? I just call her your wife. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's another conversation. Um, so, for another day. For another day. For another day. So, yeah, I would love to hear, perhaps for another conversation, not even under this medium, but another series, what are your thoughts on the title you use for your other half? Mm-hmm. Love to hear from you about that. But on to today's conversation, self-first versus self-sacrifice. If you're just tuning in, I'm Dan Mangena. I'm not going to give all of my accolades. This is Lee Davey. His accolades are amazing. 
And um, we're talking about self first versus self sacrifice. And Lee, why don't you kick them off with? Because this was one of yours. This is one of yours from our list. Mm-hmm. So when you wanted to add this into the mix, what were you thinking of when you said self first versus self sacrifice? So, you know, I really feel like, I mean, we always talk about programming and paradigms and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the societal views of what's normal and, and what's not. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, I, th- I think it's even embedded deeper than uh, a societal perspective on um, what self-sacrifice is. I think it's embedded into our DNA. I mean, you look at um, Christianity. Christ mm-hmm. died on the cross, so mm-hmm. that, so he sacrificed himself to save us. Right, mm-hmm. that's kind of the the story, and I think that sacrifice is so deeply embedded that we're just brought up of like putting everyone else before us, right? No, not mm-hmm. really creating any boundaries, and it's like you know the, the old analogy: you can't pour from an empty cup. Well, that's what we're doing. Right. Hmm. In, in many cases. Right. I'm going to I'm going to tend to work and I'm going to tend to the kids and I'm going to tend to my spouse and I'm going to, you know, tend to everybody else but me. And I'm going to I'm not ever going to say no to anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And so therefore, just just in those actions alone, we are almost perpetually in self-sacrifice hmm. or self first is like. I'm going to check in and, and see in every moment and brings us back to what we've been discussing, you know, being present, being in the now moment, mm-hmm. right? The common, common thread through all of this. Yeah. Is this action is, you know, this thing that I'm going to do, this journey that I'm going to embark on, this interaction that I'm going to have, is this going to serve my highest good in this moment? Hmm. Check in with self. Um, no, I don't think it, I don't really feel like doing this right now. Mm-hmm. Boom. Loving boundary. Self first. I'm going to fill my cup. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to put my feet up. I'm going to, you know, even, even, you know, with the mission. Yeah. Right. It's like, I think, or people that are in the service industry, any kind of service industry, it's like that comes first. And mm-hmm. It's like, well, wait a minute. If I'm not at my best, if my cup is not full, um, I'm not going to be able to provide the highest degree of service that I'm capable of. Got you. So that's that's oh my, my take on self first versus uh, self sacrifice. Right. Well, I'm I'm with you. I mean, my thing is you have to be in service to be of service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's my friend Tara that I got that from, or it was in a conversation with my friend Tara. Um, yeah, you have to be in service to be of service, and it's only when I am when my cup is full. And actually, when my cup is full, I'm better able to fill the cup of others. I'm just in a better place, yeah. uh, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. When I've taken care of that, I can show up more fully to be of service. So um, I, I find it humorous, people selling personal development that don't consistently invest in personal development. Like, laughable, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I spend close to six figures a year on personal development. You know, whether it's coaches, uh, my mentors, books, um, programs, workshops, conferences, retreats, yeah. conferences. Yep. Um, I do that because it means that it keeps me at that level and therefore enables me to shop for other people. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes Could people, sometimes people look past or or get caught up in the in, the level of investment for personal development and lose sight of how that sets you up to take the game to the next level and fully show up for others. Mm-hmm. Like when you are studying and improving yourself, it enables you to 
A, have a more fuller life experience, and this may be even in intangibles, right? It might not necessarily be a program that's going to teach you to make 100 grand, but it could be a program that gives you the, the emotional and mental balance for you to be able to show up for that program that you invested in last year and didn't actually actively take part in or actively you know, follow, up, follow through with and therefore didn't make the 100 grand that you could have made had you taken care of business mm -hmm. there. Right, so absolutely, I'm fully with you on that one. I love, I love that. It's like, uh, um, is it going to be more costly for you to take the program or to not <laughs> take the program? Right, like what's <laughs> one thing? My sister, Liam, like, my sister, my sister was here hanging out. My brother-in-law, they came to hang out for for a couple of weeks at the beginning of the month. And uh, there's one thing that she said to me once that always rings true: if you haven't got enough time to do it twice then take the time to do it right the first time. Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> like, we rush through things to get it done. Yeah. And then because we've rushed, we've made mistakes, they're not done to, you know, the, the proper level. Absolutely. And then you end up having to redo it or pay for it to be undone. It's like I was speaking to a friend of mine today, and she was talking about um, people that invest in a specific type of program. And she's like, well, how do people find the money to do this? I said, well, I know for a fact that people that go into serious debt doing that because then they come to me afterwards to help them find the abundance <laughs> <laughs> to recover from what they've done. And it's like, well, if they had taken care of the abundance in the first place and then invested that in other things, or if they'd understood that certain levels of learning and programming would empower them to better show up, even in applying what they learn. I mean, you know, as well as I do, we we're by speaking about another very famous coaching program. And um, again, um, people pay 30,000 30, Canadian dollars, yeah. 20,000 American uh, dollars to do this program. And I have people that have paid to do that program now asking for my support and actually helping them to integrate it. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's I, I, was, I was one of those people. <laughs> yeah. for that program. I learned a lot. And yet I've developed my own because I didn't feel it was complete. Uh, yeah, right? and, and maybe it's never complete. It's, but the fact of the matter is, is that there's supplements to the supplementation to do that. I mean, it's important. To, some people are blessed to get that one thing that just makes everything click. Maybe if you're a believer in this, you know, encoded information activates and mm -hmm. one thing unlocks it. Um, but having been spent, you know, the last 20 years, pretty much in personal <laughs> development, I started very young in personal development. Mm -hmm. um, the last 20 years doing it and, you know, spent hundreds and hundreds of thousands learning from some of the, the greatest thinkers in the world. Generally speaking, it's an ongoing process, mm -hmm. number one. And it really is priceless. And it is priceless. I mean, I'm next year, I'm investing 125,000 to work with one of my mentors, one-on-one. -on -one. You know, that's not, <laughs> that's not a little investment. No. But I understand what that's going to mean for unlocking more of my potential and allowing me to show up better, to serve and be of service Absolutely. Uh, and do and yeah obviously there's going to be more money if you can help more people there's going to be more abundance as a result of that especially you're not, if you're, you're not learning you're not earning well that's what they say <laughs> learners are earners um every single like one of the one of the common threads that they relate to to all of the world's top performers is they're always learning mm -hmm. and investing in personal development and that's essentially in themselves exactly they're putting themselves first yeah yeah. So just a, maybe a question to all of you tuning in or about to tune in or tuning in later. Um, when's the last time you did something for yourself? When's the last time you enrolled in a course or, you know, really did something to take yourself to the next level, whatever it may be, changed your eating program, um, went back to the gym, mm -hmm. um, you know, attended a conference, read a new book, 
right? Or even took um, some time out for yourself. Let's let's yeah. bring this, let's drop this yeah. down to a level to the everyday person. Yeah. Right. So that everybody, I don't want I want everybody to have the opportunity to step into this conversation. When was the last time that you had 20 minutes of just you time? Mm. Took a nice long bath, went for a walk and took Extra in nature. Extra yeah. long bath. Uh, went and took in nature, grounded um, on the grass, um, did a hobby that's just for you. And for a walk in the rain. Yeah, we'll walk in the rain if that's what you're into. Or <laughs> gone mudding. I learned about mudding today. <laughs> you Canadians, I don't know. Um, yeah, when was the last time that you did something for, for you? Right? Went and Dude. went to your favorite coffee shop and just had your favorite cake with a nice decadent coffee. When was the last time you did something for you and what was it? We'd love to hear from you. That'd be a, that'd be cool. Too. And a little little extra special, not not the normal what yeah. you normally do. Like yeah. tweak it a little bit, right? Tweak it. And for those of you that you know have kids and are have the busy syndrome. Oh my god, I'm so busy. I can't. I can't. I don't have time. Think about. It. I just want to plant the seed of potentially either waking up ten minutes earlier, mm-hmm. right? Locking yourself in the bathroom for ten <laughs> minutes longer. <laughs> Going out to the car once yeah. the kids are asleep, mm-hmm. right? Get Turn some soft music on or whatever, you know, just there There are ways that you can start to weave this into your busy lives. And I know, you know, I, I don't have kids, so um, I'm maybe not as busy in some ways mm-hmm. as some people. And yet, um, without my self-first practices, I mean, you're up every day at 3.45 a.m. to work on yourself, Right. And just a, just a quickie, for those of you that want to learn how to join the pre-fight VN club, head to um, dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook. Jump in my Facebook group. I actually did a free video, it's a 10-minute video in the group today. There's great content there pretty much every day, definitely every week. I actually did a video on how you can gently micro-shift into getting up earlier in the day. So. Yeah, no, just, just, you know, create that time for yourself. And, and I think the general mentality is that it's another thing I have to do. Mm-hmm. But if you're spending it on you, mm-hmm. if you're spending it filling your cup in some way, shape or form, it's going to pay dividends and you're going to feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just want to add um, kind of the analogy, you know, I like the analogy of the saucer and the cup. We're each the cup. Everyone else, whether it's work, whether it's family, whether it's the mission, is the saucer. If our cup is full, everybody else gets to drink from the saucer, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas the flip side, like you said, it's like you're bringing more of you to the party. Mm -hmm. Great. Love it. And I think we were going to segue into, uh, what was it, Uh, awareness versus... Um, assumptions, assumptions, and expectations. <laughs> expectations. I'm going to come to the sacrifice piece that you touched on. Yeah. Getting. Uh, we're going to try. We're going to do our best to keep this uh, under 30 minutes. Jeez, 30, the, the intention was to make these little <laughs> half an hour conversations. Yesterday we were rocking and rolling, so we're going to, <laughs> we're going to intend to create a more succinct flow. But if there's stuff that comes up off the back of this, just like today, we're picking up something from yesterday. We'll simply add it to the list. Leaves around till Saturday, but we're going to keep this rolling and going. It's going to be an ongoing co-creative process. Thank you for joining us. We love you. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the self-sacrifice piece that you touched on at the beginning is like, I have found in my work with people over the last couple of years, especially that I've been doing this more full time, is that self-sacrifice sometimes is so that we can call ourselves a victim. Mm-hmm. So actually, also something deeply embedded. <laughs> also something deeply embedded. Yeah. And it's really interesting because I was doing some, um, remember I said this morning, I was doing a lot of introspective um, 
work this morning and I actually realized that there were pockets of my life that I was creating genuine victimhood mm. genuine quote unquote <laughs> so that I could be an empowered victim <laughs> a justified and empowered victim and self-sacrifice I have found to be a way that people create an environment within which they can look back and say oh my god look what happened to me I was a victim so I would like to invite you to take a look at those things where you're those areas of your life where you're sacrificing are you really doing it to give selflessly are you doing it so that you can have something to bitch about later mm. and I want to piggyback that because it's so interesting how that can be born, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, think about how you were as a kid. Did you get more attention if you were sick, if mm -hmm. you were unwell, right? If you were so, um, and those things can be so subtle and then you grow up and you're like, well, the only time I get attention or, mm -hmm. you know, get what I want is when I'm in victim consciousness. And it's happening at a subconscious level. Yeah. Remember, we're so operating, deep. we're not, you know, digging at you guys like this is happening at a subconscious level yeah you know, well and hey it's we're not we're not excluded from the group I, I, either I, right? I made the confession right yeah like 95 percent of the time there's a part of your brain operating on autopilot that runs at 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of your conscious mind so the speed at which you're consciously deciding i'm going to be a victim i'm not going to be a victim i'm going to break through of this victimhood something's operating at 10,000 to 10 million times that speed mm -hmm automatically breaking you into a program of victimhood. So it's important to the awareness practices that we've been speaking about and that we'll continue to speak about. If you want more support, go ahead to Lee's website, lee-davydavy.com or come to dreamofdan.com. Go to both. Get two different perspectives on, on tackling these things and understand how you can break free from these unconscious programs that are locking you in the disempowering patterns of victimhood, which is a disempowering state right mm -hmm. and you cannot create from an inauthentic place you cannot create an empowered experience from a space of disempowerment and victimhood i think would agree is not a space of empowerment <laughs> definitely not right definitely not. Yeah. and if you're giving from the heart it's not going to be self-sacrifice but and we're not saying don't give we're not saying like don't care about others but what we're saying is you will be able to show up more fully supporting others you'll be able to give more beautifully to others when you're doing it from that full cup, having taken mm -hmm. care of you. Mm -hmm. When you've given yourself that, that loving time for yourself, when you've set aside time in the morning for your morning practice that sets you up for the day, when you're doing your check-ins during the day and making sure that you're lined up, right? When you are taking time to do your gratitudes, when you're investing in yourself, reading books, nourishing your environment with things that support you actually being a more expansive person, you will just be able to show up better for people. Absolutely. And if you're using those other people as an excuse not to do these things, more woe to you, man. You're missing out. <laughs> you're missing out. And it brings us back to being really present yeah. in the moment, right? That Because that awareness is the linking thread to everything, mm -hmm. right? Being being super aware in every given moment, super present in every given moment, right? To be able to check in. So you use all the tools as Dan was outlining for you, but then you're able to check in, is this going to serve my highest good? Or, you know, do I need a pause? Do I need a break? Do I need to go in my room and meditate or close my eyes, you know, or take 10 breaths or whatever it is, whatever's going to serve you in that moment. Mm -hmm. But without the awareness, without the presence of mind to be able to check in with yourself, all this is for naught. Mm -hmm. 
right? Like it doesn't matter how many tools you use. If you're on autopilot, if you're on, you know, in the habitual uh, paradigmatic uh, subconscious mind, just doing because that's what you've always done without the awareness, then I mean, no, no amount of tools or... Well, you're just going to slip back anyway because you're not anchoring yeah. it in, right? Maybe yeah. you're going to be good for a day. It's like people that go to... I mean, one of the things we're at... Lee was at my retreat here. I actually held it at my home uh, last weekend. We can be before last. Weekend before last. Recently. <laughs> Recently. And uh, one of the things that I, I, I deliberately do is I don't have jumping music. I don't have jumping music. And this isn't knocking people that do jumping music. Some of my greatest teachers do the whole jumping music thing. But I play very, very chillaxed, keep you at, I want you to be at your normal level, integrating this information. Mm -hmm. So that when you go into your life, you are going into your life prepared, having learned at your operating level, these tools, so that you're making a crossover. So some of you go to these events, you get sweaty jumping up and down, feeling the vibe, feeling really good. You get home, the environment's completely different, right? You're not understanding the importance of actually following through with your choices and commitments of action. How do you integrate? We're going to talk about that later this week. You're not integrating it. The vibe falls off, you lose it, and then you go back to doing things normally, right? And then you go to the next event where you get high again, and then you come back down, right? And then there's some of you, then you end up with... um, being personal development, self-help junkies, always looking for the next thing to take you up because you're depending on something outside of you to get you there mm-hmm. rather than understanding that the power to be there is inside of you if you actually do the work True. to activate it. Powerful. Powerful. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not love, going to save them. you, right? Like, I don't care. No, they're just... They're, and that's... Uh... No, I was going to say, I, 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 was gonna say <laughs> I don't care who your teacher is. I don't care who your guru is. I don't care who your mentor is. I don't care who your coach is. They cannot save you. They will not save you. No. They can only give you the tools and means to do the work and save yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what it comes down to, right? Is, I mean, I don't look at anyone as a guru personally. And I don't think you, you should either. Like we're not gurus. We might be guides. We might be a little bit further along in the journey than than you are, perhaps, from our perspective. Or just looking at a different, a different looking, at, book. looking at it, yeah, completely differently, right? And all we are is guides. When I go to a conference or a workshop, like Dan was my guide for the weekend at his workshop, right? And showing me things that he's been working on for the last 20 years from his perspective. And I can choose to weave some of that into what my framework is that works for me. And that would be my suggestion to you all is, is, you know, look at these, these conferences, these teachers, these workshops, whatever it is, merely as a guide and take the best and that which most serves your highest good and leave the rest. Mm -hmm. And then you, you, you create your own, you know, your, your own program for yourself. And then some of you may choose to, to go in and do this for others. But, you know, um, if you just take everything as gospel or if, if like Dan said, if you're just going to these events and, you know, getting that high and then you come crashing down and you don't take any actionable steps with you to implement into your life to make yourself better, to make yourself more present, to um, keep your frequency high without the external, um, you know, in, in, inputs, inputs, then uh, then really it's all for naught and you're, you're just wasting your money. Wasted. Right? Wasted. So... Um, do you want to address some of the 
Yeah, let's take care of some questions. Uh, yeah, so just, um, yeah, just uh, a warning. This is a warning from someone that's been in this personal development game for a very long time and spent <laughs> a lot of money doing it. Anybody who says their weight is the only way, run. Yeah. Yeah. We live in a universe of infinite possibility. Anyone who starts constricting infinite possibility and saying that their weight is the only way, run. Yeah. Yeah. They may have a, they have a piece of a puzzle. They may have a great piece of the puzzle mm -hmm. or a great way to tackle big pieces of the puzzle. But anyone who says their way is the only way or you have to do things a certain way, considering that we live in an infinite universe of quantum potential, run. In an ocean of motion. Ocean of emotion. Ocean of emotion. P.S. Head to dreamwithdan.com forward slash store to get your Magical as Fudge t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, just leaving those in there. <laughs> uh, so just some comments. Uh, <laughs> Teresa, pray for much, much love. Love you too. Um, Gerard Powell, fantastic. Hey, Gerard, hope you're well. My brother... Steve Young, self-denial, sacrifice, or ploys of the ego to keep score. Mm. I like that. Yeah, because sometimes people, um, and I, I've done this, and again, when I say people, I'm talking to myself first, right? Sometimes we self-sacrifice so that we can show people how great we are in overcoming that sacrifice mm. or for holding the fire of that sacrifice. Mm. Woe is me, look what I came for, now love me, mm. right? Mm -hmm. We start developing a self of identity around these like is it steve said like he said our ego is trying to keep score <laughs> mm. but when you start Absolutely. stepping out of that and sitting in the heart and asking through the lens of the now does this serve my highest and greatest good does this empower me to show up more fully for myself and others and start making choices and and setting intentions from that space it will level up how you show up in your mm. life level the fudge so powerful so far mm. powerful yeah and if you take that heart-centeredness you know that that i i I liken it to the difference between the program thinking mind, right? Which is what we get kind of between the ages of zero to seven, mm -hmm. right? And then that becomes the subconscious program mm -hmm. versus, I mean, if you think about how we're born, we're born pure. We're born, you know, without any conditioning, without any like no unworthiness, stories. No without stories. any stories, no stories, right? So if we remove all of this stuff and hmm. just live from here and take this mm -hmm. first into everything that we do, it changes everything. It does. And, right. the, and the really cool thing is, is that same naked innocence that we are born with, we have the opportunity to return to by choice every single moment through the present moment, every single now. If you're now, aware. Now, 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 now. <laughs> if you take the choice to step into the opportunity for awareness and through that lens make different choices, you can make those choices from a blank slate of the now. Every single new present moment is a blank slate, much like... The, the, the one that we're born with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think it's coming to an understanding of, first of all, how this machinery works, mm -hmm. right? Where the patterns, where the habits, where the beliefs, where all that stuff comes from, and then how triggers are formed, mm -hmm. right? What, what in your life triggers you and takes you back to the first time that your boundaries were crossed or the first time that you were made to feel unworthy or, right? So having an understanding of what's going on, then using the tools to keep you present, keep you full, um, you know, you're going to be, you're going to, you're going to show up differently in your life. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Did you want to, yeah. I just want to say, right, Randa, the right way is the one that works for you. I learned from many fine people like you. Thank you, Randa. Yeah. It's what works for you. Mm. Right. One of the things that's always resonated with me, with me about Lee's work is the same thing that I say, which is 
It's about having a framework into which you slot in and out what works for you, mm-hmm. right? When you're working with these different teachers, you're finding your own special secret source, which comes from trial, error, error, testing, expanding, playing with different things, and through that lens, then having the opportunity to find out what works for you. And like I said, some people are blessed in that they, they hit that, that jackpot, right? They find that one thing that resonates with them, or they find that one thing that takes them to where they want to go. Not everybody wants to be, you know, I mean, it's like, not everybody wants to be a millionaire, right? Mm-hmm. Some people just want to be financially free, but they may still learn from someone that teaches about how to create millions in order to get to that level of financial freedom. Yep. But then you take what serves you, apply it, get to where you need to go, and then celebrate. Key, key point, celebrate. Celebrate. Definitely. Celebrate even the small stuff, right? And, and Especially the small stuff. Especially the small stuff. And, and that's going to, again, take you to where you want to go. But the celebration, the play, the dance. Oh, yeah. I did a, did a quick video the other day about dancing, mm-hmm. right? That, that the energy of, of dance, of play, um, and then weaving in gratitude is like, mm. those are the things that are going to take you to where you want to go and leading with your heart. Yeah. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about play later in the week. Did yeah. you do that video when we were at Blue Marlin on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. We were partying. Yeah. We were partying. <laughs> yes. And, and I've got nothing against drinking. Um, I've got, some lovely Don Julio in my fridge <laughs> and some great wine. Which hasn't been opened yet. Which hasn't been opened yet, yeah. But um, another thing is asking yourself, am I using this tool or is this using me? So for example, I love a really good red wine. I'm not really so much into white wines. I'm more like a good red wine. It nourishes my soul, literally, to have a great <laughs> red wine. When we were at my retreat in Tuscany, we went to a winery, a Rafino winery. We had some amazing, amazing, amazing wine. But Am I drinking to enjoy the experience of this delicious beverage or am I a slave to something that's actually pulling me out of the or using something to hide away from my life? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, a, I mean, going out or, you know, to a club or whatever, mm-hmm. that's, that's the perfect example mm-hmm. of making that choice. Mm-hmm. Am I doing this because I want to have a drink in this moment or am I doing it because everybody else is drinking and I should be drinking too, right? So it's my friend, my friend Leslie, it was her birthday on on Saturday and her her boyfriend had arranged something and there was like a pool party. It was a great, great time, amazing Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there was drinks going around. We opted not to drink. There was three of us. Our friend Joe was with us and we opted not to take in any alcohol, but we had... And everyone wanted to be with us. Yeah, everyone wanted to. Everyone wanted to dance and party with us. We were dancing for six, seven hours, or five, six hours, or whatever. And everybody wanted to come to us because of where the party was. But I think that's to do with our vibration, our frequency, Mm -hmm. and we were fully present. Would we have had as much of a good time if we were drinking? Maybe, but we didn't need the alcohol in order to have an amazing, uplifted, and really fun time. Nor feel the pressure. Nor feel the pressure because there was a lot of hey, are you going to have some and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, we didn't feel called to do so. Yeah. So head over to lee-davy.com. Go and get yourself signed up. Head to dreamwithdan.com. Get yourself hooked up. Join my Facebook group, dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook. Fun stuff happening all the time. Get up to date with all the grooviness. Um, <laughs> any closing thoughts for you? Because you, you dropped a really good closing thought yesterday. Yeah, I think um, just in terms of of the self, uh, self first and staying present. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just just check in just really learn to check in with yourself mm. um and i think when you do that you know it's it's not i think there's a there's a worry and, and speaking from um my own experience there's a worry that oh like if i don't continue to say yes or if i don't continue to go out of my way mm. that um, people aren't going to love you know, me love me or yeah and, and that whole worthiness piece really gets woven into it and, and i think a lot of us again um deep deep in the subconscious there is a worthiness um you know element to it right and and again myself included it's like well you know if i don't feel worthy then i i don't feel like I can be loved. I don't feel like I deserve, you know, abundance, uh, you know, all the good things that life has to offer. And again, these subconscious programs mm. can come, they can come in the womb. They can come, you know, as a child, like if you're a, if you're a two year old child, right. And you're playing maybe a little bit less. So let's say, let's say six months to a year, mm-hmm. you're playing with a toy, you know, the parents take the toy away from you because it's bedtime well, you can't verbalize and you think, well, you know, and again, subconsciously, because you're only in the subconscious at that age, well, I don't deserve this toy. Maybe I don't deserve love. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how it can start. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so just, I mean, you are worthy. You are, you know, deserving of all of it. You're beautiful. <laughs> and so just develop that awareness and that presence of mind to, um, feel comfortable in saying no and, and knowing that you are still worthy mm-hmm. of, of all of it, of the abundance of the love of the beauty of travel, of everything that this incredible reality has to offer. High five. You've got to be in service to be off service guys. Thanks mm-hmm. for joining us today. Subscribe to do it down podcast. We're on all major platforms. If you're not sure how to do that, go to do it with pick whatever platform works for you. Get yourself subscribed. There's, more than a year of content great conversations like this all the time make sure you head over to lee-davy.com celebrate and follow lee uh transcend 171 on instagram Instagram. yes sir i'm dreamer ceo on instagram and twitter do you tweet no (laughs) i tweet i I did at times (laughs) i'm dreamer ceo on twitter (laughs) always pumping up the goodness Uh, it's been a pleasure sharing space with you today looking forward to having more conversations and sharing some more of this stuff with you guys go ahead Dream with your eyes open. You are worthy of an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Doing With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan. Dan.